Here we are. So, uh, thank you so much, uh, first, LS, for inviting mm -hmm. us over to your home. This is really exciting. I actually love how sort of open this particular room is because I feel like yeah. the acoustics are real nice and uh, allows our voices to boom. I don't know whether it works into the microphone, but I personally feel majestic at this point <laughs> in time. Um, so do you want to just take us over? Like, this is obviously sort of the main living area, but you're streaming from that room over yeah. there most of the time? So I, I, I only stream from, uh, yeah, I pretty much don't leave my bedroom most of the days because I don't have to. I have the bathroom shower in there, my bed, and then the streaming setup. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, on, on work days or something like co-streams or streaming days where I do like, like for instance, last night I streamed 17 hours because all the LCK co-stream, LEC yep. live viewing, LCS co-stream. Um, so I was pretty much going the whole time and then I had some meetings uh, before and after. Uh, but like the, this room wasn't always so spacious. Um, when BBQ, when I quit BBQ and then all the players said uh, they were going to quit too right, yeah, because yeah. I quit they came and moved here or they moved in here and so some of the players are actually still here uh they're just not on camera mm -hmm. um but also at that point we had quest who was the uh previous uh head coach yep. um of bbq we had selfie was living here at one point max was here um there, there was just more people here so this whole room used to be lined with uh desks uh, yep. for computers and so that's what the foil on the walls are. It's not a conspiracy. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask about whether the aliens had managed to get a message no, they, through, they but I assume they were going to have a very rough yeah. time getting through all of that foil. Yeah. So this is more just to like avoid light pollution for the bajillion computers yeah, that would for have all been the lining the walls. Yeah. That's really cool. And so like the LS orphanage is sort of no longer uh, the same situation these days because everyone's gone home. Yeah. Sad to hear about Max. I assume he didn't really want to go back, but COVID sort of uh, sent him home visa uh, related yeah, or something. Th there was no way for him to get uh, a visa extension mm -hmm. and he was going to go to Yonsei or Sokyong yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. for the language program, but he decided on it a little too late. And so there was no way to get the paperwork and like visa stuff and yada, yada, yada handled. Oh, so damn. he went back to NA I think he's. Uh, I think he got seventy percent uh, challenger, playing uh, four roles from unranked. Damn. Uh, right now, which is pretty good. Uh, he was on the co-stream yesterday, mm -hmm. and he's just been grinding uh, the same way that he that he used to. So, I think he's doing really good. Um, I think he'll come back to Korea one day. Hope so. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, it was cool hanging out the few times that uh, he came to Low Park yeah. when people were still able to come to Low Park. Things yeah. have uh, certainly changed in that regard. Um, but you had a day. You were co-streaming yesterday. Uh, I didn't get to see much of the stream because I had a casting. pesky broadcast to be on. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think of uh, of our, our big big matchup? Uh, the first of uh, round two of uh, good old Genji versus T1. What did uh? What were I, your thoughts? Because that was an interesting series. Yeah, I, I thought... Um, so, I mean, I, I have a lot to say. Obviously, I, I had a lot to say on Twitter after immediately. Uh, but during the during the co-stream itself, I remember thinking T1 actually had pretty passable drafts by their own standards. Usually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> usually T1, T1's drafts are... Uh, you have to be, you know... You have to use one of those, like, devices that detects radiation levels, you know? Yeah. When you go near them, so... It can uh, it can be problematic, but that's a tachometer, was, right, or something like that. Or yeah, I don't know what it's called. No, but tachometers that that's uh, that's measuring distance. Never mind. I don't know anything about this. Okay, the, continue. The thing is, is 
their gameplay is so weird. It looks like all the laners just play on autopilot and the jungler just arbitrarily paths. And yeah. then they bank on the fact that they're T1 in mid late game and their cohesiveness with like team fighting and stuff is pretty good. Uh, but when, when you have drafts the way that they do, when they play the waves the way that they do, the, the really cool thing about the co-streams uh, that I felt is, especially about the LCK ones, is I can really go hard on what the players aren't doing during the lull states. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That we normally talk about the important topics like Pokemon and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know? so, and vanilla ice cream. Yeah, vanilla ice cream before they interrupt doing us stuff. with gameplay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think T1 is uh, a pretty hot mess right now. I I think it's really it's very worrisome um, as the rest of round two commences. And then obviously I I went on Twitter because there was a lot of Koreans in the chat. Yeah, uh, it was really cool, which yeah, was really yeah. surprising. Uh, Geolocator, the the app that detects how yeah, many yeah. people, there was almost 400 uh, Koreans in the chat, um, which normally never happens on my stream. And um, some of them donated stuff uh, like about things that are going on with T1 and whatnot. And then obviously uh, I, I talked about some of the stuff on Twitter. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you saw uh, Coach Kim put out that statement saying that, you know, T1's... Uh, their level of play at the moment isn't up to standard yeah. and that's why they've been going back to more passive drafts and gameplay in the yeah. early game. I don't know. That sort of struck me as really weird because I thought that, you know, if you're messing something up, it shouldn't mean that you go back to like a more passive style of play. Shouldn't you be like trying to actually play the way you're supposed to on the yeah. patch? Like, I don't know. It found, it the, came across as weird to me. Yeah. The, the really weird thing to me. So I was molding about it in traditional yeah, good. fashion good, on good. my stream. I'm a little, I'm able to be a little bit more unfiltered mm -hmm. uh, on yep. the co-stream. Um, the, the strangest thing to me is that um, it seems like it's suggesting that the players can't, do something yeah and yet i i find it weird that a, a molding you know angry caucasian male on this peninsula is able to point <laughs> things out you know two minutes in advance and uh, yeah. build up to why it's happening like i feel like these things are easily discernible um and you can explain why and prevent them from happening again pretty pretty easily but the, it, it's just constant repetition and it's been seven months now longer right yeah the, the team has been together they, they've been working on these things and it actually just feels like T1 are slowly digressing rather than progressing. Right. Um, and I think that's what Coach Kim was like trying to explain uh, yeah. with his statement. But I feel like it's also maybe, I don't know, sort of the opposite is actually going to happen. It's almost yes. like the self-fulfilling prophecy or something <laughs> like that, which is uh, it's not really what you want. But there have been some other games as well. Yeah. Uh, Sandbox, unfortunately, uh, had they their their first, their, their first loss in yeah. quite a while since, of course, uh, good old Yamato Cannon made it to Korea. They also, in my opinion, and uh, you weren't here for this one as well, up against KT had, I thought, probably one of the worst drafts that we've ever seen, which was that draft like straight into the, the Varus, Jace, Poke composition. Um, I don't know whether I went too hard or not. What was your take on good old... Uh, KT versus Sandbox in that match. KT Sandbox was really it was it was a weird series. It really was. I jumped in actually a little bit late in yeah. game in game number one uh, because I I had other meetings, so I, I didn't get to see the whole thing. Um, I think the the series went the way that I expected it to go on their first collision. And yeah, right. It didn't end up happening that way. 
So. Yeah. And I mean, this was KT that had Tucson. I think uh, Tucson also had a really good performance yep. uh, in the series. So that was, uh, it was good to see him come back. I think uh, Tucson looked a little bit off, to be honest, in yeah. their series against T1 in the Telecom War. Uh, and that was his first game back after being a bit sick. So him having his POG performance, aiming mm-hmm. at himself, picking up uh, POG votes there was uh, definitely exciting. Um, his thresh was phenomenal. But yep. yeah, that first draft was, uh, was really, really weird. So, um, I think we are going to move to uh, some LCK news with uh, with Future Atlas. He's going to interrupt us just okay. a little bit here, um, and so we can uh, show you guys exactly what's happened, uh, and that is going to include Sunday's games, which is uh, useful. Thankfully, uh, I can dip into the future, and okay. we can gather some of that extra information. We're not going to be able to talk about it for the rest of the show, um, but at least full uh disclosure is going to come down that is going to be solo one prince uh, versus uh Hanwha life esports which is going to be a very interesting match we'll see whether hanwa are actually able to win that that's going to be coming up mm-hmm. as well as uh drx versus dynamics see whether drx can actually continue their winning streak mm-hmm. only losing one game to uh, a kt that didn't have tucson very very strange that actually happened so without further ado uh a Un- further ado I think I said it further correctly. ado right yeah I think I, I think nailed so. it alright hopefully Ian can cut this or something like that but without further ado let's uh, throw it over to Future Max for some LCK news thank you past Atlas I am Future Atlas and this is LCK news starting with the standings we have DRX out in front Nine and one after taking down Team Dynamics, although there was a little bit of a shaky start when it came to the top side of the map, the team was able to utterly dismember the Dynamics squad who only recently made it into the LCK. This has been a very good season so far for DRX, only falling to KT, which had the power of the SMEB support there on the bottom side of the map, and we'll see whether the rematch is going to be the same. Second place, we have Darmon Gaming, who have looked unbelievable in recent weeks. Their takedown of Afrika Freaks was nothing but explosive and made Afrika look like a much worse team than they have appeared in the past. Third, we have Gen G, who are finally able to best T1 after not being able to do so for two whole years. It had been since the world's qualifier in 2018, where they won in a 3-2 victory over then SKT, and have now finally been able to do it in a 2-0 up against the squad in round two. A very exciting match, and T1 not necessarily looking like their former selves. That will round out our top three, and then in fourth place is the aforementioned T1, who look like they're going through some struggles. Their early game objective taking has certainly not been there, and their drafting has left a little to be desired. And it does appear like we have five teams in the middle of the pack since the resurgence of good old Sandbox. Unfortunately, on the Yamato Cannon uh, watch list, he did suffer his first defeat since actually making it onto the Lowell Park stage in order to coach his team. They fell to KT, who looked reinvigorated, with Tucson looking much better after his performance against T1 in the Telecom War. KT is sort of the remainder of our good news stories. They are coming back up from a a disappointing start to the season, much like their resurgence in spring. We'll see whether that is going to continue. Good news, though, on the very bottom of the standings for one of our teams, Hanwha Life finally managed to pick up a match victory. Uh, This was a hard-fought battle, 2-1 against Solo One Prince, who are now also 
sitting alongside them at 1 and 9 when it comes to match score. A little bit disappointing for our bottom two teams. However, a win is a win, and we'll see whether Hanwha will be able to move on from there. Lehens and Viper did both look fantastic, but there were better performances from the rest of the Rift as well, and it looks like Miro is coming into his own in that mid lane. That will do it, ladies and gentlemen, for today's news segment, unless there is anything else. Not entirely sure whether there is, but make sure you guys stay safe and enjoy the rest of the Pog State. Over to you, Past Atlas. All right, thank you so much, Future Atlas. Really exciting results uh, from tonight's matches, I think. I don't know. We haven't seen them, but... At least Future Atlas uh, had that under wraps. Mm -hmm. um, so now I want to I talk about a few more things uh, based on League of Legends before we go off topic just a little bit. Um, also, just want to... You, you indicated to your t-shirt. These are pretty cool. Hopefully, we can get some merch out to you guys. I know you guys saw the, uh, the mugs as well. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is sick. I don't think we're, we're, off, we're not actually offering well, any like merch to anyone. Banana strawberries. Yeah, but, no, it's cool. Actually, you know, I like the, the pink t-shirts. I used to wear They're these like when I was smoothie. in high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like when it was like super cool to it wear pink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, back on topic. So there have been a few discussions that seem to come up over and over again uh, in the LCK, largely to do with item builds. Yes. Um, you know, the Leandri salesman himself at least managed to get one over the line. I believe it was Rascal yesterday. First item, Leandri's. I Unbelievable. Yeah, Leandre, Leandre. We won't go past that because we want to be talking about positives. Yeah. He built a proto belt second item, which is not so great. But third item, Void Staff, the dream. Right, guys? Oh, he was actually doing damage to Orn. It was yeah. beautiful. Unbelievable stuff. But uh, there have certainly been some, uh, some other issues uh, with, with item builds. And so I thought maybe we could do a new segment, which is... LS's gripes or something like that. Maybe we'll have a catchy title. Do you want to take us through, uh, I guess, your loss to shopkeeper thoughts? Lot, yeah, about, lost uh, shopkeeper. Yeah, the, the, the midway through uh, LCK summer. Take um, it away. There's so many builds that are just so bizarre. I think there, there, was, there was one yesterday where Morella was built and the enemy just had literally no healing. That was uh, fake as Akali, wasn't it? Well, fake, yeah, Faker built Morello on Akali. That one was really bizarre. There were, uh, maybe I'm mixing up some of the games because at least my brain's like jambled from all the Yeah, there's the a regions. few things, yep. Um, but there, there's definitely been so many things. There's been like the Black Cleavers uh, that come out, even when like you have four AP teammates and you're, the enemy doesn't have enough armor. So like Spellblade procs from Trinity Force would deal more damage. And then, you know, you get the people that are... They say it costs more, so, you know, you can't do it. So, you know, in a, in a game where you're playing ping pong for five minutes, apparently, you know, the, the two minutes extra you'd have to wait is too much. But um, there, there's a lot of things. And I, I think that a lot of it is that players don't really think or justify why they build the items that they do in the moments. Yeah. And when they're on the fountain, I feel like they just autopilot buy things. Like Lee Sin's, um, it almost feels like they think they're going to you know, be given solitary confinement if they don't build Black Cleaver first. And I think that's really bad. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can build Lee, for instance. Um, set uh, another champion, they'll build like Black Cleaver over Triforce. Um, we have seen Trinity Forest, Death Stance, and, and whatnot on set, but all these wildly different itemization paths, and so many of them just don't make sense. You'll see 
Oblivion Orb uh, picked up into completed into Morello. No healing. The enemy already has MR stack, so you should have just had Void Staff. Um, there's lots of things. And even if these don't always affect the outcomes of the games, it's really not excusable for orgs and teams and staff to have these things so consistently happening. Korea's only recently started building Leandres. Yeah. And I, I actually linked our producer, Yewon, yesterday. There was an Inven thread that was actually molding about me molding about Leandres um, <laughs> in, in Morello and how it was like a hot topic on Reddit and like elsewhere. So I thought that was interesting. That was from a couple of weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it's just, I, I, I think that they don't, they don't really know why they do some things. And it's just really strange. Yeah, and and it's all, almost like they don't question it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of these sort of things that happen. And you'd think that maybe it's... Because it doesn't have anything to do with the gameplay, right? right. Like, a lot of these, these players are exceptional in what they do. It's just like they're autopiloting when it comes to what they're building yeah. uh, in the shop. Which I feel is something that could be pretty easily rectified, right? Like, right, right, right. looking yeah. at compositions and things yes. like that. It's like, we're not like super amazingly smart or anything like that when we're talking about well, what items are. could become oh no you stop it <laughs> um no but when we're talking about items that could be coming out here like it's pretty easy to like look he does physical damage she does physical yeah. damage oh maybe i should have an armor item here. yeah you know that sort of thing like i feel like identifying where there's going to be healing where there's going to be more physical or, or magic damage like it's not hard no it's it, it's really it's really not super hard and that's why it's so surprising i mean another thing is like um if if you were to say to a korean ezreal player like leandre's over blade of the ruin king they would probably mm. just never think about it right it's, it's yeah, so probably. strange um but there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into that right 7.5 percent max hp versus eight percent current Mm. Um, and the, the, the resistance that you're hitting into is MR versus armor. Um, you know, normally armor will be higher, but even when MR is high, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that you can look at between the two items. Um, but also it's about practicality. I think when I, when I make these arguments on stream, you'll get a lot of like, uh, you'll, you'll get a lot of low middle MMR, very rarely high MMR players will, will, will literally, they will fight to the death to justify the pro player's action. They'll assert that it must be right and they'll try yeah. to defend it. Um, and they'll assume that I haven't considered what they're uh, propositioning as like the reasons, right? And it's just, yeah. like, no, I've, I've run through that option. You're, you're the one that's not understanding that I've run through that option and I'm still asserting that this is uh, better. So like, if Ezreal before a fight is going to throw out a lot of Qs and Ws before the fight unfolds, these are like, these are small pokes, right? So the Leandri's burn, the madness stack, the other things, they're, they're going to do more value. Um, and, you know, if he gets a multi-shot, true shot barrage, um, if he just keeps poking uh, in, in team fights, repositioning, he can't keep auto attacking. It, it's about practicality. And another thing about this is like set. Um, if we use a practicality argument for Set. Set typically doesn't apply Black Cleaver to multiple champions. He yeah. usually is single target hitting. So if he hits a single target with his Q, he hits it with Face Breaker, hits it with R, those ability casts aren't getting Armor Shred because he has to apply the Armor Shred first. Yeah. So he gets all this Armor Shred, and even the Armor Shred when he is doing it is still less than Spellblade procs, like woven in as the opponent's trying to kite and all this other stuff. But then he shreds all that armor, and then he deals true damage. So with it, his haymaker, with anyway. his haymaker, yeah, and it doesn't yeah. make any sense. So, 
Um, there, there's a lot of stuff like that. Is uh, the argument more about like he's setting up for his AD carry to be able to get a lot of damage or something like that? Like, well, this is the single target peel? thing. Like, mm. In the, the, the practice. So obviously and then the AD carry is probably merit. hitting the front line anyway. And so, sure, yeah, sure. Okay. There's definitely merit to like I'm a very big fan of Black Cleaver on Wukong. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you have oh yeah, all cyclone's just pretty. The cyclone applies it, right? it yeah. so quickly and it's reliable. It's very practical that Wukong is going to do this. It's not practical that Set is going to get a four man R, four man, three man face breaker, and then a, a haymaker that only applies the physical. Like, it, it's just nonsense. And I, 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 I like I scoff at the notion that like sometimes items are argued about like oh it costs less or something. Well, you have to justify is the cost less even mattering? Yeah. Um, like uh, Atrox, for instance. Atrox should build Trinity Force, almost the majority of cases. Uh, but Atroxes all build Black Cleaver. There's a couple of Atroxes in the West yep. that do build Trinity Force on him. And it changes his play style, changes how he approaches ty- uh, fights because he can rely on auto attack more. Um, his armble dash becomes a little bit different because, he, again, he can rely on auto attack. Um, he's able to weave in a lot more damage. And then it converts to more healing because he will exert more pressure um and you know people will reposition black cleaver stacks will fall off atrox typically doesn't hit multiple members so you're not really arguing a, a damage ramp there so obviously against tanks it's going to be a, a lot different right if you're hitting a 250 300 armor uh target things are going to be a little bit weird but spellblade against most of the targets you're hitting uh from trinity force is is nice so and also like the the compositions that we're seeing recently as well haven't been very there's tank not reliant, there's right? not like, super tank heavy i feel like no. everyone's drafting around trundle in like this weird way everyone's tunneling in on like oh pillar. well yeah well like i mean pillar yes but like, i think i think well I, I mean we can call him pillar an electric Sub- bear <laughs> go ahead or, or like fluffy olaf i like fluffy fluffy olaf, olaf is good yeah. fluffy olaf's really yeah. good um but yeah I, I feel like people are like building all of these tankless comps because of subjugate right yeah even if trundle isn't necessarily able to to do all that much but there's a there's not a, a like a obscene amount of tanks so black cleaver even goes down further because yeah. we're not really seeing much of the uh the armor stack yeah. outside of Ezreal, i guess P- yeah people people really don't look at it, 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 it so it's 24 percent, and if you if you run the numbers on a lot of champions oftentimes you're, you're getting less damage than a lethality item in terms of penetration right yeah and then they'll be like oh the 400 <clears throat> hp and it's like Okay, cool. So Trinity Force has 150 less. Yeah. And Trinity Force will deal more damage. So if you have lifesteal or you, you have something that yeah, you, something that's healing you, you're act- that, that has to be factored into EHP through the fight. It's, it's considered active healing, um, but it, it's still something that you got to consider. Um, Trinity Force has like attack speed stuff. They'll try to say like, oh, you're not utilizing mana. And then you just say relevancy. Yeah. Um, it, there's these really weird things. Another thing that's really interesting, I'm mauled on it all the time in the broadcast, is ornaments. Oh, ornaments. Yeah. Um, junglers that will not build an ornament item is really, really strange because Abyssal or Infernal Mask is such an insane upgrade, especially when your teammate, you have like three or three and a half AP teammates, and you're a melee jungle, like Trundle, right? Who's dealing a lot of magic because Cinder Hall can subjugate. Yeah. Or, you know, Sejuani, you can build Infernal Mask and you get so many insane values. And then your Cinder Hulk takes the extra HP and amplifies it again. So there's lots of synergy there. I think that's really surprising. I think there's a, a massive lack of lockets as well that are coming through. Yeah, no uh, one's building. You, oh, oh, Orns and LCK it. suck. Orn, yeah. Orns and LCK all suck. They're, they're really bad at itemizing. They build, they build Stoneplate third 
and then they activate it, targets ignore them, and Stormplay doesn't do anything. Um, yeah. They should always just be building either Knight's Vow, Redemption, or Solari. Um, or even Warmogs third. if they're trying to like... Warmog if they're holding split a split push. push. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a really good way. So split pushes are actually less effective than I think a lot of people realize because any tank can basically third item Warmog, stand in front of their tier 2 turret as the wave gets there, run up, take 90% of their HP, clear the wave, go back onto turret, full HP again. Yeah. And you can just do that over and over and over and over. There's very few split pushers that can kill you during that wave clear timing Yeah. without you being able to somehow have a say, so... I feel like um, Poppy is actually really useful for that exact reason. We've seen uh, some Poppies being uh, being played here in the LCK. I think Cuvee was a good example. Spirit Plater, right? In jungle? Yeah, and Spirit, yeah. Spirit's Plater in the jungle. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that like her as an answer to Split Push has been uh, really interesting mm -hmm. because there are so many uh, Split Pushes that just get totally screwed. Like Fiora and Camille can't play yeah. against Poppy like at all. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think she's a really cool idea. And I think that is a positive that we can talk about yep. for the LCK. Um, another one is... Uh, I wanted to mention it because you brought up Ezreal. I think Ruler has been really smart in a lot of his itemization choices because he's been playing Ezreal with compositions that have like double or triple AP. And Ezreal, we talk about the hybrid damage that he does. Yeah. And in almost all of those instances, he's building Trinity Force. Yeah. And he's building Blade of the Ruin King to make sure that he's like maximizing the physical damage. Yeah, yeah, the physical output. And I think that's really cool. I just think that there's a lot of players that haven't been able to quite identify items what yeah. they need to be building yeah. at certain times uh so it hasn't really worked out yeah i mean other other super minor things is like people that'll build double dawn's ring but the lane will never have them trade it, that's really strange yeah. um lack of cheatery calls um we've been seeing this weird innovation where players are going uh either refillable or longsword uh refillable longsword or they do triple red pot longsword in bot lane but what you can actually do is you can go longsword one red potion and you keep 100 in the bank. Mm -hmm. And what you can end up doing at that point is you can cheat a recall on wave C or wave 3. You get 18 out of 19 CS or you get 19 out of 19. You actually recall with the, the gold that you need to get Vampiric Scepter. So if, oh, you're, wow. if you're a Blade of the Ruin King user or if you're just a champion that really likes Vampiric Scepter and, to build into another item, you can abuse a lot of matchups. But like cheat a recalls, uh, lane manipulation, all, all of this stuff is very absent in LCK. Everyone just plays on autopilot pretty much. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little bit dicey. Yeah. So I think that we can leave that particular discussion there. Thank you so much once mm -hmm. again for having a bit of a, a look in because it's been a while since we've had a good mold about yeah, uh, some of yeah. these situations. I gotta get it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, like last episode, of course, we had uh, Valdez on the show alongside Ashley. That was cool. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that uh, everything went well. I think you were meeting with your landlord or something like that. It was some we had weird the stuff that happened. Fixed. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I mean, that's we good. Were that means that dying. Yeah, well, we're not at the moment, yeah. so things are okay, obviously. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's that's definitely definitely a good thing um one thing that we did want to talk about um actually you and i were having a conversation about talking about it on the on the broadcast itself but what didn't really seem appropriate uh is the sort of mental health impact there's been a lot mm -hmm. of uh a, a lot of cases very recently of you know uh suicide attempted suicide uh of a lot of people in the gaming industry and I think that it is becoming more and more of an issue. We've already spoken about mental health at the very beginning of the show, but I think that was before, uh, you know, COVID-19 really set in and told everyone that, hey, it's not yep. going away uh, very quickly. Yep. And, you know, as a streamer, you know, it's a, it's a pretty isolated life. Um, you know, I, I don't stream as much, but I do understand sort of 
how it is to to sit in front of a computer for extended mm. periods of time and yes we do talk to people but it's still us being by right. ourselves and i think that in the covid-19 sort of era that we're sort of in right now i think it's important to sort of talk about like trying to find ways to stay social mm -hmm. and get out of your own head just a little bit uh do, have you uh, had any strategies i know that you've um you know struggled with mental health issues in the past and yeah we uh, I mean, we I, we talked about it in one of the episodes, right? Yeah, we did. Mental I think health. it was one of the first ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know I, I mean I I've been diagnosed uh, with depression, um, dysthymia, uh, to be exact, when I was uh, well many years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean I still deal with a lot of stuff. Uh, I think, like I would be what you would call high functioning, or maybe like I, I don't know if severely high functioning is the thing, but like obviously all the work that. <laughs> I do, right? I, I don't let it uh, really, really uh, compromise my work ethic or anything. Um, obviously, stuff is really hard, and there's a lot of stuff going on in the scene right now. If anyone's been paying attention to Twitter, yeah. in every esports community. And I think, obviously, a lot of this is doing, or it does have to do with what's been going on worldwide with isolation and COVID and restrictions and all this other stuff going on. And streaming is really brutal uh as well yeah. because of uh people that have anonymity that like to abuse it um when like targeting people um with like harassment and like twitch chat or twitter mentions or dms whatever discord um but then also everything else going on so um it's really rough uh right now i think and we don't really know what's gonna happen Right, like right now we're we're in the the midst of like summer right for yeah. so for the league of legends community and scene we're still in summer all the games are going on no one knows what's happening with worlds yet yep that's obviously a big red flag and then this is looking like it could be one of the largest potential off seasons and no one really knows what is going on there so in korea interestingly enough we're sort of in i don't want to call it like a utopia but Corona doesn't really exist here the way that we hear about it everywhere else. Yeah. Because Korea's I mean, done such a good job. I mean, we are still like wearing masks every day. Yes. It's sort of changing uh, how we're, we're living our lives, but we're still living our lives, yeah. right? And uh, I'm, I think I'm really fortunate. I was also diagnosed with depression uh, about eight years ago now. It was a while. It was uh, in my early 20s. Um, but I'm a severely extroverted person mm -hmm. so that's why i don't do a lot of streaming because i find isolating myself uh is is quite difficult on my psyche because mm -hmm. i need to have like human contact but for people like me like having to be isolated and especially the way uh it exists outside of korea i don't know how i'd cope personally yeah. because i need to be around people thankfully i live with my girlfriend so and we've got two beautiful cats so mm -hmm. uh, I do get a lot of attention, uh, be it from her or from the cats. Mm -hmm. um, but you still like, there are so many people that are extroverted like me that are now having to like change to this lifestyle where they are at home. And I think one of the big problems is there are, there are some streamers that are um, extroverted as well. And like they need to have they sort of like go, human yeah. contact. But if you can't go out, you're then drawn to getting sort of that fix from Twitch chat, from the internet. And then you go into all of what you were mentioning with like toxicity, yeah. anonymity, meaning yes. that you can just poke the bear and 
there's there's been so many examples that we've seen on Twitter, on YouTube, on just the internet as a whole, like of people that just the amount of abuse. Yes. That that people think that, and I don't know. Do you think it's like a celebrity factor? Do you feel like people are are just happy to say things because they feel like these streamers are obviously because they're so famous and cool that they their feelings can't be hurt because they must be so happy because they're successful or something like that is i don't know i don't know what the thought process yeah, is i i don't totally i think um dr k on healthy gamer goes over a lot of stuff I've, like I've this i've been recently watching so a videos. bunch of his stuff yeah, yeah he he's so really really cool and there's probably a lot of things that he maybe goes into on these things. Obviously I'm just using conjecture. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend over yesterday who he like streams like sort of. Um, and I say sort of because like he's getting into it and whatnot, but apparently he had a clip get on Reddit and he read some of the Reddit comments and he just can't deal with like any sort of negativity. Right. And then he asked me like, how do you deal with, the Twitter mentions and DMs and arguing with people in Discord um, because he's just like a normal person that's like getting into streaming and he can't deal with the, the mental strain. Yeah, and right. I think that you have to get really conditioned to it. And I think that it's a position that people can't really empathize with uh, without having done it. They, they don't know what it's like. And one of, the, one of the things that I've found really interesting is... So, so you know, sometimes people, um, they try to uh, flame me on Twitter. Yeah. And then I'll respond. And we sometimes get the same messages sometimes as well. Sometimes we get the same messages. When we're on we the broadcast the really, together. Yes, 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 yes. It's actually a really and beautiful moment. I, I like think. to reply sometimes. I don't. Um, okay. Well, I, I, like to, <laughs> I like to reply and um, I, I like to reply in kind. So if someone's really disrespectful or rude, I'm going to respond uh, in that mm -hmm. manner. And the amount of people that then cry foul you know, when, when I do it to them is, is it's, it's staggering. It's insane. Um, it's like, they can't handle it. I mean, I think that um, that comes back though, to them holding you to a, like a higher plane it's so weird, or man. something like that. It's, it's like, just so it's, it's so it's like, they don't perceive, uh, I think they think of, um, like esports personalities and players and casters and stuff as ideas, <laughs> yeah, not Batman. people. Like we don't really exist in their sphere. So it's, yeah. Um it's really strange. I can't I can't understand it. Um I think there must there must be a certain level of dehumanization that goes on yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. just watching yes. someone on a screen. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that f like either go one way or the other. It's either you feel like you're the streamer's best yeah. friend and then when you disappoint this person that you've never yeah. met they take it super personally and then they get upset, right? And yes. then they'll send you like yes. really brutal messages yep. because they feel personally yep. wronged. And then there's the other side of the spectrum, which is the people that don't think you're a human at all yeah. because you're coming out of like this plastic box that's sitting on their desk. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and they're like, well, I guess I can just say messed up shit yeah. and they're not going to care or no one's going to come back and find me and like say anything about it. And it's both sides of that that are really bad, actually. Yes, like, yes, it's yes, just, yes, yes. it's, you know, on one side, you've got crazy possessiveness and the, on the other side, you've got unnecessary rudeness and like, let's see whether we can get a rise out of this person. Yep. And I imagine like, I've, I mean, I, I obviously watched your stream uh, quite often. I had my 14 month sub 
the other day. I was uh, very proud of myself. Beautiful. But Beautiful. I mean, if I'm in that Twitch chat for, you know, a little while, there's like that, that message from this guy that just says like, just this completely messed up thing that makes no sense. And I imagine like a lot of your day has to be like, well, I'll ignore that one. Oh, oh no, sometimes I reply. I know, I yeah. know. And so like, it's so, like, you'll ignore this one and then this one comes up and you're like, oh, well, like you actually screw that guy. I'm going to yeah. go in on this one, you know? Like, is, is there like a, a way that you filter between the different like ones that you want to respond? Or is it like, I've got a good comeback to this one, so I'll so, respond to this one? No, so actually in my stream, you might've noticed, I actually VIP toxic people. Yeah, yeah. It's I like my that. it's my reformation. Unlike some of your method. mods, like people yes. that formerly just yes. used to yes, like flame yes. you. You know the uh, the LSXYZ OK face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The GIF. Yeah, it's like ever. Lots of people use it now. It's showing yeah. up in other communities. It's yeah. hilarious. Um, that actually comes from my mod Fragiopa. Yeah, he used to rickroll me with that GIF on Imageger <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he used to be really toxic and negative towards me in chat. Yeah. And then one day I actually just had enough and I blew up on him and he wrote to me uh, off the stream um, and apologized for it. And I actually had hate modded him. Hate mod was the thing I used to do. I don't, I don't really hate mod anymore. I just VIP. Yeah. Um, and what I've done, what I've noticed is and I've gotten to arguments with some other streamers like Sanchovies, right? Me and him yeah. have talked about it. Um, is I VIP them because I think that they're, they're being toxic because they either want attention or it stems from ignorance. But one of the, uh, in, in the sense that their malice is ignorance. Um, and one of the things that I have a problem with, and I talked about this in my twit longer, is mm. I feel like negativity is almost always honest, whether ignorant or not. Whereas positivity um, is not always honest. And that's a scary thing to me. And this is something I've encountered over my life um, from, you know, uh, my, my struggling years of like homelessness and like severe hardships in life. A lot of people can be positive for very mean reasons and cruel me uh, reasons. Right. Yeah. I don't know anyone other than like contrarians, uh, or trolls or something like that, who I'm not referring to that is actually negative and toxic for no reason. They, they actually are honest with their message. Now, I if mean, it's from ignorance. It's, yeah, I don't know whether it's actually honesty or not. What I think it is is more you're more you're more likely to be manipulated by positivity or yeah. attempted to be yes, manipulated yes, 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 by positi yes. positivity. So it's if you're you know uh, jaded or you've been the subject of manipulation like that in the past, mm -hmm. and people have tried to, you know, use saying that you're amazing in order to get the way that they want. Yes. Then it it does become like very difficult to go reach past those trust issues, right? Right. But I don't I don't know whether it's necessarily honesty or not, but you are in a lot more danger yes. of being manipulated yep. uh, from positivity. Actually, I I, I was reading that uh, that part of the tweet longer and thought that that. That explained a lot yeah. about like what a lot of your outlooks are because there is certainly more of a, a drive for, I guess, the negative side of things. Yes. But I didn't know that it was based on like honesty or not, which, um, uh, which I actually learned a lot yeah. from. Uh, honesty and skepticism. I mean, I, I think that a lot of people can relate. Whenever you meet someone in person uh, for the first time, everyone's generally positive. Hmm. If they're not... They're in that's Twitch actually chat. giving in you, chat, right? yeah, well, they're yeah. in their Twitch chat. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's giving you a lot of honest insight into either who they are or what they're going through in that moment, if they're mm -hmm. not positive. But I, I know so many interactions I've had personally. I mean, you probably have too, where 
you're very cordial with someone, but you're thinking, please get me the hell out. Like, I just don't want to associate with you. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like you. I don't like the things you're saying. I don't like your voice or like something about you is uncomfortable. And yet you continue to be positive. And maybe that person can't tell that you're feeling that way. Um, there's also lots of things. Um, I forget what it's called, right? Where, um, is it called brown nosing? What, what is the official term for when you, you, uh, you are very fake towards someone higher up in order to try to get something from them. Oh yeah. That's brown nosing. It's brown nosing, right? Yeah. Um, that's another example of like, uh, manipulation from positivity. Um, I'm very skeptical of people in general. Um, especially like as a streamer or like if anyone approaches me and whatnot, I mean, I have open DMS on everything, right? Uh, open discord and whatnot, but, but I it's, think it, it's whether or not you'll actually take any of that on board yeah, as yeah, yeah, gospel. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it, the thing that's hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's far more likely that a message will reach me if your opening lines are very insulting and rude towards yeah. me. Do you, um, ever, do you ever think that maybe it's like cutting you off from potential like nice friendships, right? Because there are a lot of these uh, and I don't know whether that's, that's going to be the case with you necessarily because I imagine if you meet someone, then you can gauge who they are, right? Whereas yeah. like if it's a Twitter DM, then it's probably from like a stream viewer. But do you ever think that sometimes like even uh, in real life, like you'll meet someone and they'll be nice to you and you're like, well, I don't trust that. But then maybe potentially that was someone that could have been, you know, part of your, your yeah. support network. I, so I... Um one of the things I wrote on the Twit Longer that I, I pretty uh, I live by is um, actions over a prolonged period of time are mm. more honest than any words someone will say. Yeah, so if you yeah, constantly yeah. keep noticing habits or patterns out of someone, it doesn't matter what they say; it's not true. Yeah. Um, because their their actions will speak for themselves because they will conduct themselves in the way that's most true to them. And so whenever I uh, whenever I meet per uh, people as like a defense mechanism, just because of the, the life that I've lived, um, yeah. the people that I've lived with, um, you know, through the things that I had to like go through and whatnot, um, like in my origin story or whatever, uh, getting to Korea and everything, um, I'm I'm just really skeptical. I try to identify like uh, their idiosyncrasies really fast, and I try to like identify what they're doing, why they could be doing it. Do they have any benefit? Do they have any interest? Um, or is there something they're trying to gain? Yeah. Um, and I don't really go outside of my circle for this reason because it's not worth the headache. Um, but I'm so preoccupied with my own work that it's like, I agree with you. There's probably instances I've missed out on. And like, interestingly enough, one of like my godsends in my life right now um, is like Michaela. Tyler yeah. One's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E-Rob's brother's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just how it is now. But um, <laughs> Michaela, she's now my manager. I met her completely by chance um, through Sanchovies. All right. And he was just coaching her on stream one day, and he invited me to the call. Otherwise, I never would have met her. Mm -hmm. um, but she's been helping me out with literally everything. Everything in the world. And I noticed I like she's been on your stream. Like most of the oh, time she, I tune in, she's like always there having having a conversation. She doesn't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she she nags everything I gotta do. Perfect. But I need it. I need it. You know, yeah, I yeah. need I need to constantly be reminded of like what I have to do uh, for the day. Um, my schedule. Um, she reminds me of stuff. She gets stuff done. Hopefully, she tells you to get some sleep. She actually does. She told That's me good. not to co-stream today, and I'm going to. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes, you know, it's fine. But uh, she already does it for Tyler, so she's really good at mm -hmm. all of this. But then, um, yeah. 
So, I mean, that's just an example of someone I never would have met that has been such a positive impact on my life. And I'm really grateful that I ended up meeting her. Yeah, no, and that's, that's really cool because that's not an example of like having to necessarily go through that sifting through yes. type situation, right? Because yeah. it was like happenstance that you, that you got there. So it's not like you don't have to deal with the, the mind explosion of does this person have an ulterior motive? What do I have to deal with here? And like, blah, 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 blah. Because like you come into that, that, that call and it's a surprise. And so it's like, oh, thank God. I don't need to Wait, overanalyze I gotta, everything. I got to show you an image. All right, give it Wait. to me. Maybe we can get it up on the Pog State. They can show it too. I got messaged this image and I, I felt attacked. <laughs> All right. it, 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 it's completely on point. Yeah, I found it. Ready? All right, give it to this me. This guy says, is this you? So here you go. Oh God, this is exactly the kind of meme that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's ex that's exactly exactly <laughs> what I was thinking about. Can pink gain from this. <laughs> it's a, oh it's man, pretty good. I mean, it, it, good. it actually reminds me of um, sort of like the that one situation that you have when you're leaving a restaurant, right? Yeah. And if there's that one guy, and I've been this guy before, and I didn't actually realize what I'm doing in this situation. And it's when you're like, oh, don't worry, everyone. I've got this, yeah. right? And if you pay for everyone, what's everyone happening? Thinks, yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, what is he guilty of? Yeah. What's, the, what's, the, what's he trying to get out of us yeah. here? Like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what does yeah, he want? Yeah, yeah. Is, is, it, is he moving house next week? Does he need us to pack up mm -hmm. his like fridge or something <laughs> like that? Like, I didn't realize that that's what goes through people's heads. Maybe I'm naive, I don't know, but like, what I you're actually causing more trouble for a lot of people yeah. by being generous, yeah, in that situation, unless you're like you know with very close friends and they understand yeah. that you're just an idiot who sometimes mm -hmm. pays for stuff when he shouldn't, you know. Um, but this, this is actually, I, I don't know how, as a 32 year old man, I've only just realized that that's what happens, like a lot, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a bit ridiculous, but uh, yeah, I think we can probably leave it at that. Thanks mm -hmm. so much for, for sharing so much about uh, sort of what it is to be a streamer. And hopefully this has helped humanize a lot of people that are on the internet, because as it turns out, even if you're in front of a camera, like we are, we are still human beings and we have many feelings. Um, I think that is, yeah, that's the moral of the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so thank you so much for watching guys. This has been a fantastic, uh, experience the first time that i've ever been to ls's place in the three years that i've been here but it is it's a long way away i'm in yonder dude i'm in yeah yeah honestly i mean i'm glad that i got to to come here though because like you've you're, you you have ideas of potentially moving hopefully closer to Lowell park which would be optimal it's really expensive Seoul. oh hell yeah to get an apartment this size in seoul is so much oh money. yeah it's this, ludicrous um, and, very... and this, this place like is an awesome apartment but oh, it's you, so convenient. You've, you've told me that it's not actually that see? expensive. So the, the subway station um, is right below. Yep. It's literally in the building. It's right right below. And there's a, a supermarket on basement one. And then there's like a technology market thingy, uh, like a Best Buy equivalency on basement two. Oh, that's sick. And then there's another thing on uh, basement three. And then uh, upper floor one is there's like... Uh, there's lots of stuff. There's like uh, hospitals, clinics, uh, dentists, what? pharmacy. Yeah, I mean, I never have to leave. 
you know, I mean, this is like actually like stream of paradise building. You didn't actually, you didn't move into an apartment building. You moved into a bunker. That's what you've done. You know, like. This is how it is. I hope Ian can put the Lich King helmet on top of you. I just tweeted that. That's that's what we need. That's what we need. Oh my god, that's perfect. But anyway, thanks again for having us over. I hope you uh, put all of the toilet paper to good use. I find that to be an absolutely adorable uh, little ritual that uh, that we do here in Korea. I think it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I didn't run out of toilet paper for like the first three months or something like that Mm -hmm. of moving into my apartment. I'm just I just plan on like every time I need need new TP, Mm -hmm. I just move. Great. Guaranteed to get a whole nother selection. Amazing. Brilliant stuff. Uh, a reminder, guys, that you cannot buy these t-shirts. Sorry. Um, if you want them, then make sure you spam the Twitter account at PogState with as many requests for t-shirts and uh, mugs and merch uh, that you like. And uh, hopefully that will abuse everyone here working on the PogState to actually get their act together and start selling some stuff. Because I think it'd be really cool. I personally want to buy a few of them. And uh, I don't know whether I get to keep this, but uh, maybe I'll just like, I don't know, rub dirt on it or something like that to make sure that I get to at least take it home and give it its first wash or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. We'll be back with with another episode in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, make sure you enjoy the LCK for the second half of the summer split. Thanks again, uh, LS, and we'll see you next time. Peace. (laughs) 